Hey, welcome back, everybody. It's Sarkhan Speaks. Jared and Bob here. Um, I'm going to uh, start out with, um, I don't know, I guess it's a, a bitch session. Um, mini bitch, right? Just just a little bit of complaining. Um, I am particularly impressed with the inability of local meteorologists and their inability to get literally anything right. Uh, I would say, you know, in particular over the last like week, right? Like if we're going to be narrow, right? Like like if we're going to make smart goals, if I'm going to make smart complaints, um, I'm going to say over the last week, um, the local meteorologists uh, suck at their jobs more so than normal. Uh, so I guess I'll start with today and then kind of backtrack. So I had bought a pork butt, right, with the intention of smoking it all day on my Traeger. And this morning uh, I was talking to Amy and she was like, uh, looks looks like today's going to be pretty bad. Like, I don't know if you want to use you know, the smoker in all of that rain. Because again, the Traeger is electric, right? You got to plug it in outside. I have an outdoor, I have an outdoor outlet, so it's outdoor safe, right? But um, still the whole thing. And I look, so I pull up the weather and I'm like, wow, holy shit. Starting at like 930, it's like torrential, heavy downpours with thunder and lightning, right? So lightning's another big one. Using electrical appliance that's made out of metal outdoors, Probably not the best idea when there's lightning. Uh, and then also, not particularly in our area, but I did see some people talk about in Massachusetts that they were under a tornado watch. So I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is going to be like, this is going to be an absolutely insane day. This weather is going to be nuts. Uh, by like 1030, nothing. Not even a drop of rain yet where I live. Um, so, oh, so let, I guess let me backtrack the backtrack. Um, so I decided, I made the executive decision that I am not going to smoke the pork butt to make pulled pork today. I will just put it in the crock pot, which is just disappointing, right? Um, it's not that pulled pork in a crock pot is bad. It's just very inferior to the alternative of smoking it all day, right? Because you get that smoke flavor, the juices, you know, the whole thing. Like you can control the temperature a lot more. Like on a crock pot, you have no fucking idea what the temperature is. It just says low, high, and warm. And that's it. That's all you got. So again, pulled pork in a crock pot, anything in a crock pot really is is fine, right? Um I'm not obviously 100% anti-crockpot, but I think potentially you would agree that a crockpot is the inferior method of making just about anything, right? Well, yeah, it depends on what you're doing, but yeah, pulled pork, I'd go, I would go smoker, oven, crockpot. That would be my order. Yeah. And I would yeah. never make a chili in a crock pot either. No, that absolutely. sucks. No, nope. But if you're doing like shredded beef stuff, like that's usually fine. Yeah. Or if, some... you're not gonna, if you're not going to be home, 
Yeah, that's it, another it, thing too. Like if you're not going to be home all day, it's it's convenient, right? And again, it, I didn't say it was bad, um, but the the peak you're going to get is fine, right? So anyway, I decided to go the crockpot method. So again, 10.30 rolls around, nothing, right? And I made that decision probably around eight o'clock this morning. So I was like, oh, sick, maybe. Uh, and I hadn't really put, I hadn't put it on yet. And I was like, Nah, you know, maybe I might be able to sneak it on the smoker or whatever. So I kind of like futz around a little bit. Um, we go out to get coffee because we watched the end of the Genesis Scottish Open this morning, which ended at like 10 o'clock our time, maybe 1030, maybe 10. Um, so I get back from from getting a coffee and I look outside and it's starting to rain and I'm like, okay, just a little bit of drizzle. Like it could turn into something. So I'm just going to put it in the crock pot. So I made the decision. I wavered a little bit and then I stuck with my decision. Um, and it did rain all day. Right. Um, I would not say it was torrential downpour with thunder and lightning. We got neither thunder nor lightning, um, no high winds, right? No tornado warning around here. Nothing, nothing crazy like that. I mean, at times today I would look out the window and it would be coming down at a pretty good clip, but like for the forecast that I read at like eight 30 in the morning, um, didn't seem to match. Right. So that's today. Right. That that directly affected me today. So I had a I had a gripe there. So then I started thinking, let me go back. Yesterday uh was supposed to be a washout. It ended up being a great day. I don't think it rained at all yesterday. Maybe it rained yesterday night, like last night. I don't remember. Rained in the morning. Yeah, maybe yeah. It was one of those like it didn't it barely rained. It didn't actually rain. And it was supposed to be a washout. Didn't happen. Same thing Friday was supposed to be uh washout thunder and lightning again right and i'm like ah shit whatever so that kind of fucking sucks and then so friday i finish work we eat dinner and i look outside again no rain friday at all during the day and i'm sitting at my desk which is now right looking out the window into the backyard so it was back and forth between sun and clouds all day on friday and then, so after I eat dinner on Friday, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go play golf. So I went to Chamawa at like six o'clock and, you know, I look at, I look at my phone and it's like, mm, rain's coming, rain's coming. I'm like, ah, you know, I don't really, I don't give a shit. Right. I'll play in the rain. So I'm prepared. You know, I bring a rain jacket I bring my rain gear and I'm ready to go. Uh, the starter makes a joke like, oh, yo, you brought the rain with you as like the dark clouds are rolling in. And I'm like, fuck it. I don't care. Uh, well, those dark clouds rolled in and proceeded to roll out after about 20 minutes. And it was sun until the sun set at, well, I mean, I played in an hour and a half. So um, I was done by like 7.45 and it was sun. No rain, no clouds, nothing. So pretty fucking impressive. The stretch that uh, the stretch that we've been on over the course of the last week, when when they're like, oh yeah, no torrential rain, thunder and lightning, it's gonna be bad, and it's fucking sun. You know what I mean? Like it's one thing if you say like, oh, like today, right? It's gonna be torrential thunderstorms, thunder and lightning all day, 
um, tornado warning in some areas, right? Like, and it's, it's pretty bad, right? Like it's a pretty bad rainstorm and it's windy. Maybe there's no thunder and lightning, but like you at least get some rain, but it's not that bad. Cool. You weren't super spot on, but like you were close. No, this is literally like, it's going to be bad. And then there's sun. It fucking dumped here. Today? Yeah. Yeah. We had pockets of that, right? Like it, it, we, it's been raining all day. Whenever it started, it rains different in Milton. It, it didn't stop. <laughs> and Michaela was on, uh, we were, wa- or she was watching to see if the pool was going to overflow. Oh, shit. Cause it was puddling. Like, like the, right. the, the grass was puddling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And like, I couldn't, like, usually where I take Leo to piss, I couldn't go there because it was all puddles. In yeah, my puddles, I mean, I guess it's a standing body of water. <laughs> I forget what day it was. Maybe it was Tuesday when it absolutely fucking downpoured for about an hour. And my whole or most of my backyard flooded because we got like inches of rain over the course of like an hour. Yeah. I think that was Tuesday, but I mean, all things considered too. I mean, I know we've talked about this plenty of times, but, um, pretty shitty summer weather wise. Yeah. It hasn't been great. I don't know. I mean, it's 2021. It rained all the time too. Yeah. Was that the year it rained like 24 out of the 30 days in June? Pretty much rained every day in July. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What are we going to do? It's annoying. No, it's annoying as fuck. (laughs) We're just going to bitch about it. No, it's annoying as fuck because, you know, you plan like I plan to play golf, whatever. And then it's like, can I play? Can I not play? Can I play? Can I not play? Right. Even like down to the minute sometimes. Well, that's the other thing, too, right? We talked about golfing this weekend and we ended up not making plans because of the rain. So that's why like Friday night I snuck out. And I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to play even if it does rain. As long as there's no lightning, obviously, I'll play. Um, and yeah, so it's it's affecting golf. And that's when it pisses me off. Yeah, otherwise, I wouldn't even check the weather. Same. I'd have no I, idea. I have no idea what the weather is day to day unless like, I'm like, hmm, I kind of want to golf later. What's the weather going to be like? <laughs> it's almost like that uh, that rock that tells the weather. And it's like... <laughs> The rock is dry. It's sunny. The rock is wet. It's raining. Uh, white stuff on rock. It's snowing. Wind is moving. It's windy. Yeah. Or I say rock is moving. It's windy. That's rock is good. gone. It's a hurricane or something. <laughs> is that on Twitter? I don't know. I've seen. I've seen it a few times. I. Uh, I don't know where. But I've seen it a bunch. Yeah. All right. Um, well, that's my my opening complaint about weathermen sucking at their jobs. Um, so I got more complaints here. Well, this isn't really a complaint. This is more like a poking fun. So uh, I think it was a few months ago. Could you? I mean, 
I don't fucking know time anymore. This could have been like a year ago plus at this point. Um, I mean, what we're going on five years of this, the, the show, um, approaching five years. So at some point <laughs> in the near past, we discussed the city of Cambridge, um, oh, removing advanced math class, right? Do you remember that? Does that, does that sound vaguely familiar to you? Um, so the, the reasoning yeah, behind I... it was that the advanced math classes in Cambridge um, were filled with mostly white and Asian kids and the standard classes were black and Hispanic kids. So uh, I'll give you, this is for you catch you up to speed. And then, you know, listeners that maybe missed that episode or don't remember the cliff notes of it. Um, city of Cambridge in Massachusetts did like an analysis and they found that in this is particularly to middle school. So between sixth grade and eighth grade here, um, that's what constitutes our middle school. Um, I know other places this is different, but um, they had the, so Cambridge does an analysis. They find that predominantly the advanced math classes are full of whites and Asians and the standard or lower level, lower tier, right? are predominantly black and hispanic children so the school board or the board of education whatever the fuck they're called school committee in cambridge decides after reading that analysis clearly the only option we have is to just eliminate the advanced classes because advanced math is racist Right. Yes. I think this was the whole math is racist thing that we got into. Oh, that was a while ago. So math is racist. Right. And white people and Asian people, which just as a quick little tangent, um, I think it's really funny that Asian people are minorities until they're not right until an argument like this. Yeah. When they are, you know, it's eh, whatever. Yeah. So we don't we don't have to go down that rabbit hole. But I wanted to at least point it out because um, I think it's funny that it's they're they're minorities when it fits the argument and then they're just as bad as white people <laughs> when it when it doesn't fit the argument pretty much when it comes to like education yeah they're they're yeah. effective like when it comes to education they're white people yeah yeah i've heard them i've heard people call them white adjacent which i think is really funny um, so so yes the city of cambridge decides whomever is in charge of their education board, right, is the only solution we have here is to eliminate advanced math classes. Because that's the only thing that makes logical sense, right? Um, so however long ago that was, maybe it was two years ago, uh, maybe it was a year ago, doesn't matter. It was a while ago. Now, what they're running what people are running into is children so the class in particular is algebra so algebra 1 was one of the advanced math classes that was offered to kids in middle school in cambridge so algebra for however long they made this decision is now no longer available for middle school students in cambridge so fast forward however many years it's been and parents are now pissed because when those kids get to high school they are now not eligible 
for advanced high school courses, which then further sets them back in their education through you know, high school and college and et cetera, right? So theoretically, by taking algebra one away from middle school, and I'm just extrapolating, making this up, this isn't like a fact or anything, but like by taking algebra one out of middle school, you may now not be eligible in high school for like AP calculus, right? So like now you don't get AP credit towards college. It's a college prep level class. Like the, those, that's the domino effect, right? So what do, what do the parents do now? Because they're pissed, right? They're pissed that their, their kids are no longer able to take advanced level courses in middle school. So now what happens is parents are, they're, they're doing two things. One is they are pulling their kids out of public school and either homeschooling or sending them to a private school. Right. So um, that is, you would assume, tied to money, right? Means, right? Someone who is lower income doesn't have the ability to send their child to private school, right? Because especially in the Cambridge area, like some of these private schools, they can cost $20,000 a year plus, right? Like when you start getting into the ISL schools, you know, like, Milton Academy and Thayer and Dexter and, um, you know, whatever else, Nobles, all of these schools, um, those can get up to like forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 a year. So let alone like your, your average private school. So now those kids that can afford it, right, from families that are more affluent are going to private schools and they're getting the advanced math courses. Well, the second thing that these families are doing is that they are paying for their students to get private tutoring and and like prep right and courses on their own so one of the big ones they mentioned in this article that i read um which came from the boston globe funny enough because boston globe is like pretty left-leaning um and they're kind of like ripping the city of cambridge a little bit through the article so they talk about um Again, affluent families can afford to send their kids to, they talk about the program, the Russian mathematics. I don't know if you've seen it or heard of it, no, but I like haven't. Russian mathematics school or whatever. It's just the name of a um, like a math tutoring program. So kids are sending, or kids, their parents are sending their kids. But Russia this, was like, bad though. Yeah. Well, not when they're teaching math. Okay. Um, so parents are sending their kids to like an after school program or weekend program or summer program, whatever, whatever they have available so that their kids can learn algebra and advanced math that they aren't getting in their public school anymore. So what do you think now is a major issue in the city of Cambridge? Uh, public school attendance, probably, I would assume. No bike lanes. That seems what, to be a well, problem. Yeah, theirs. yeah. Bike lanes is a big problem. There's not enough of them. That's the problem. We need more bike lanes in Cambridge. Yep. Um, so the issue that has now been created is a class divide. So before, in public school, you had the advanced courses that were available to students that they could 
I don't know whether they test into, I would assume they would test into it, right? It's available. One for us. Seventh grade, we took a test and they put you, you know, like the whatever many kids would get invited to Algebra 1. Right, right. Because somehow I got in and I fucking failed the fuck. <laughs> I failed the ever-living fuck out of Algebra 1. So before, it's available to all students, right? So all students are on equal footing to receive entry into advanced math. Now, the only kids that can get the advanced math are the rich kids or the kids of rich families because kids themselves aren't rich. <laughs> kids kids don't have money. Their families have money. Yep. So now there's a class divide. So now the poor kids are fucked because they are not they don't have the ability to get into algebra 1 in middle school and they don't have the ability to take advanced courses in high school and then into college. Whereas prior, you might have someone who comes from a poor family who's smart, tested into the class, right? But because math is racist and the city of Cambridge said, well, most of, they didn't say all, most of the advanced courses are white and Asian kids. Also very presumptuous of them to assume that white and Asians are rich, right? Which Again, we can go through the numbers. Yes, predominantly, I understand that whites and Asians do tend to fall higher on the economic spectrum. But the problem here isn't math class. <laughs> the problem is economic inequality. And now you just took away some kid's chance who comes from a poor family in a poor neighborhood to test into an advanced course to then set themselves up to do better and to get into college. So this is the mental gymnastics that these fucking morons put them, put themselves through. And they think that they're the, the most dangerous part, like the scariest part about it is that they think they're doing the right thing, right? Like I really do believe, or I do, I guess I should say it. I don't believe that there is, malicious intent into any of this. I think the people that do all this dumb shit really do believe that they're doing the right thing, but they're just fucking stupid and they don't understand the ramifications of what they're doing. That's yeah. It's people making decisions, but don't actually like if you, if you, so say like whoever decided this, probably someone on school committee thinks this is a good idea and then they go you know what let me just let me just grab all the math teachers in the district and like let me just see what they think the teachers would have told you that yeah like, you can't do that right like you can't just get rid of you're basically making school communism in a way keep correct. everyone on the same level correct that's exactly but, what's happening but the only problem is there's other options yeah. So, yeah. So the people that go the, the kids that come from money can now afford to get ahead. So now anyone coming out, out of the education system in Cambridge that's rich now has a leg up on people that are poor. Yeah. End of the day, though, they're still fucking nerds. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go to after school math. Nerd. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, if I was a kid, I'd be pissed, right? If my, I'd be so pissed. If, if my parents were trying to send me that, because kids don't understand. They're like, what the fuck? Like, so like if I was a kid and now you get into the, you know, the intricacies of this where like 
could a seventh or eighth grader really understand this? I don't know. Some of them probably could, right? But like, you might have a seventh or eighth grader being like, now, because I can't just take this course during normal school, I am now forced by my parents to go to an after school or a summer program for math. Right. Like that's, that's another, that like if I was a kid, I'd be pissed again, assuming that they can understand, you know, and I would imagine if they're going to take an advanced course, they can probably understand and connect those dots. Right. And be pissed at the school system for failing them <laughs> essentially. And now forcing them to fucking have to get the courses on their own versus during normal school hours. I think you're giving seventh and eighth graders way more credit than they deserve. They're not going to understand that. Some of them might. Maybe one. <laughs> These kids are morons. Well, yeah, but you figure the ones that are in advanced courses can probably fucking think for themselves. You would think that. You'd be wrong, but you would think that. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, dude, dude, I, I, like, I say it all the time at, at work. And I'm like academic, like, or I, I usually just say great grades are simply a function of effort, not intelligence, because these kids are idiots and all, oh, but I'm in whatever class I go. It doesn't matter. That's effort. Do all your work. That's how you get to those fucking classes. Right. You don't have to be a fucking genius in a public middle or high school to get into those class offerings. They're not fucking hard. You can be right. actually pretty stupid, but if you just like do all the work, it's usually fine. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's fair for, as for public schools in particular. Like if you go to a private school and you're in the advanced courses, like you're, you're smarter than the average bear, right? Like, like if there's a kid that goes to Milton Academy and they're in fucking economics 101, right? Like, first of all, they know more about economics than I do. Yeah. Um, But like, they're probably smarter than someone who went to Medford High and took, you know, honors or AP calculus, right? Like I would think like those, that's how I, if I had to like look at two, two people's resume, like one, one kid went to Milton Academy and took intro to economics and fucking, um, you know, even if they took basic calculus, right. And whatever the fuck else, math trigonometry or whatever, and then you have a kid in in public school that took AP Calc and Honors Algebra two and whatever. I'd be like, "Well, I'll still take the kid from Milton Academy." <laughs> I'll tell you how you can tell that someone's fucking smart, like actually smart. They go to an academy school, and they run out of offerings for that person. So I know someone. For junior and senior year, she needs an individualized math curriculum because she's going to rip through the top offering as a sophomore. <laughs> yes. That's how that's someone who's fucking smart. Right. Right. Like one of the better schools in the state can't accommodate <laughs> with, <laughs> where she is. Yeah. With a normal curriculum. She needs specialized curriculum. Yeah. Yeah. That's like AP calculus as a sophomore or a freshman or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's like one of those where you start sending them to a, a college for classes, 
right? Like you're like, yeah, you're going to go to, you know, wherever it is. Like if you're in Boston, right? Like you're going to go to Bunker Hill for, uh, you know, your math class <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Like you need to go to, you need to take a college course your junior year of high school. Yep. For something that's, le- that's appropriate. <laughs> that's someone who's smart. Yeah. The senior that gets to AP calculus. I mean, yeah, you're probably pretty good at math, but you're not fucking wowing me with like, you're not special. Like there's, there's a, there's a million kids that take AP calculus as a senior. Right. Right. Like, yeah, you're probably, again, you're, that might even be smart. low. <laughs> yeah. Well, like if there's like, three. Well, I don't even, I don't know actual know. specific numbers, but doesn't matter. But yeah. Yeah. It's like, when 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 you advance past the class offerings at a like academy school then then we'll talk yeah yeah that's pretty legit so yeah uh way to go cambridge um you completely fucked everything uh and then so <clears throat> the the article that i was reading through and everything is like you know, basically talking about now how the issue is parents are, like I said, they're either pulling their kids out of private, uh, out of public school altogether, or they're paying for alternative courses. So. They actually made the issue worse. Somehow. They did. They did. They made the issue worse, right? While also, like I had said before, impressive. fucking the lower income kids that may have been able to test into advanced courses because now they don't have any hope, right? Cause they don't have the advanced course available and they also don't have the money available to go to outside opportunities. Pretty but good. At least math is less racist now in Cambridge. I hope they're happy. They must be. Yeah. Uh, so speaking of of kids and doing dumb shit, um, I wanted to bring up this this thing that I saw the other day. I think Vinny, it was either Vinny or Jones that sent it to us. Um, and it was like a clip of some girl who was talking about showing up for work consistently, see, consi- well, consistently late um and she was like crying during the video and she said that she has what's called time blindness which means she is unable to show up places on time (laughs) so i looked it up time blindness apparently is a real thing there is a definition on the Cleveland Clinic, right? As well as like, you know, choosingtherapy.com and all this other shit. But like, so time blindness, according to these, these entities, is the inability to sense the passing of time or recall when certain memories took place. It's a common symptom in people diagnosed with neurodevelopmental disorders, including ADHD and autism, but anyone can experience it on occasion. 
It's more like a sensory issue, not an intentional disregard for time. The brain becomes engrossed in certain activities, allowing time to slip away, leaving us blind. It's a documented phenomenon that can happen to everyone, not just those with neurological disorders. So in this video, this girl was crying, saying that she keeps getting yelled at by her boss at work, that she's showing up late for work. And she claims that she has time blindness and she could not possibly be able to show up to work on time. And her boss, after not believing her, is, I forget what she used, let's just say a bigot, right? She used some word to describe him. And then he called her um, entitled. And how dare he call me entitled when his mentality of disregarding my disability is really the true entitlement. And like that, she like went off. And again, she's crying through the whole thing to which I say, that's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. Yeah, it's someone that wants to take no responsibility for their own actions. Yes. Wants every wants every that that yeah, wants everything handed to them. Yep. Like, God forbid, like, I don't know what the job is. Doesn't matter. But like, you know, if you're supposed to be there at noon and you can't possibly show up at noon, like. Show the fuck up, like figure it the fuck out. I'm interested, right? And now, obviously, we have no other information other than this, like, 30-second, 40-second clip that she posted on Twitter. Um, but I'm interested in how late and, like, what these parameters are, right? Like, if she's supposed to be at work every day at 9, I'm assuming if she's getting yelled at by her boss, she's not consistently showing up at, like, 9.07. Right. Like, yeah, that's a little bit annoying, but like, that's not enough to like cause a scene. Right. Are you showing up at like 10 o'clock? Are you showing up at like 9 45, like 11 15? Right. Like, you claiming that you have time blindness and you can't possibly show up to work on time. Again, like you said, if you have to be there at 12, are you getting there at 12 45? Because 45 minutes late for work is like a legitimate, like, that's almost an hour late to work. Like you're something's going on here. If you're five, 10 minutes late, whatever, right? If you're consistently day after day, 15 to 20 minutes late, that's a problem, right? Like, cause now, you know, if you're 20 minutes late for five days, what does that add up to? A hundred minutes? That's almost two hours a week that you're getting paid for that you're not doing anything. So it's like, or you're not even attempting, right? You're not even in the office. You're not even where you're supposed to be. So I don't know. I'm curious. I'd be curious to learn more of the details of like what's going on, but just claiming you have time blindness as a disability is the dumbest fucking thing ever. Like, why don't you apply to the state for disability then? Exactly. Or because obviously you can't work. I mean, this is like such a, such a serious ailment that you can't work so you need money somehow so why don't you apply to the state for disability yeah I, i'm also assuming you have a smartphone right it doesn't have to be an iphone right um you can't set alarms on your phone if you know that you have a disability that precludes you from getting to work on time because you're 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 blind to time you have time blindness you can't 
set alarms on your phone. If you know it takes 20 minutes to get to work, set an alarm and you have to be there by nine, set an alarm for your phone every day at 830 and be like, oh, my, my, my alarm's going off. I have to get to work. I, th- there you go. Now you're taking it, you're taking your disability out of it, right? No, too disabled to do that. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't possibly, I couldn't possibly be able to, to set an alarm to get to work on time. Like also that definition of time blindness is like you lose track of time because you're involved in something, right? So like today I was putting together another piece of furniture, the final, the final piece, right? The bookshelf for, for the, the nursery. I have no idea how long it took. I didn't have my phone with me. I didn't have a watch on. I'm just, I'm in my house, right? I'm in the fucking room putting together a piece of furniture. I had no idea how much time went by. I think it was like maybe two hours, maybe two, two and a half hours. That's time blindness, right? Like you just, time slips away because you're busy doing something. So are you telling me that you do something every morning? Like, what are you doing? Are you playing video games that you like lose track of time and you can't get to work on time? Like what? Because if you follow the clinical definition of time blindness, that means that you lose track of something because you're doing an activity. So you're either misrepresenting the definition, right? Like misrepresenting the diagnosis from the actual definition or you're being dishonest and saying like saying that you're not or not admitting that you're doing something in the mornings that are precluding you from getting to work on time. Right. You just, that kind of makes sense. I'm kind of the angles I'm just coming fucking at. lazy and irresponsible. Yeah. That's literally what it comes this down to. This isn't a fucking disease. Like I'm not fucking accepting that. It's not a disease. No, it's not like I'm, I'm not accepting, but anything. I'm poking holes in the argument. Right. Like, because on one end, if you follow the definition of the clinical diagnosis, that means you're doing activity A, you lose track of time, so you miss activity B. No, it just means that uh, for her, it just means that she doesn't have to show up to work on time. Right. And that's exactly, that's what she's, she's, so she's misrepresenting the diagnosis to fit. Well, that way she always comes out on top. Yeah, exactly. Because she's a lazy, entitled bitch. (laughs) <laughs> literally what it comes down to. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't, I, that was one I didn't actually read the comments under, uh, but I wish I did. That would have been great. Kind of a missed opportunity on my part. Yeah. You'll get them next time. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so there we go. That's that. Um, we got um we got golf coming up this week. We got the last major of the year. Yep. The the Open Championship. Yep. Um and today we finished the uh Genesis Scottish Open and beautiful. Absolutely incredible. Um something happened that I I thought was going to happen and I was hoping to happen. Uh Rory McIlroy won the tournament the week before the Open when for the last six months, everyone was saying, oh, the Open's going back to Hoylake. Well, here we are. The last time it was at Hoylake, 
Rory, Rory won in 2014. Look, and he's, he's been playing well lately. Oh, look what he did. He almost won whatever fucking tournament and then blew it at the end. Oh, he's, he's playing well. Great form. Watch out for Rory at Hoylake. And what does he do? He wins the week before. Fantastic. Which won me money because I took Rory to win thinking he would do the, just that. I actually took all the, all of the, like talking point favorites for next week, I took to win this week. So I took Rory, Tyrrell Hatton, Tommy Fleetwood, and Justin Rose. So like everyone that's been like, oh, watch out for these guys at, at the Open. Like, okay, I'll take them the week before Yep. At, at the Scottish Open. And Hatton was kicking around at the top. Tommy Fleetwood was very close. He blew it at the end, big surprise. Um, and ended up finishing like T6 or something. Um, but he was one shot off the lead. I think on the 16th tee or something like that. Um, but Rory came through. He won the week before. So you can take him off the list for this week because <laughs> he ain't winning back to back weeks. Five to one. Yeah. At, yeah. At five to one odds, too. Stupid. So stupid. I fucking knew that was going to happen the second I saw him win. Could just wait for that fucking odds board. But you can get great odds on John Rahm right now. Well, I don't know about right now when you're listening to this or watching it, but at this moment, uh, at 7.45 on Sunday afternoon, um, or Sunday night, it's uh, 12 to 1 on John Rahm, which is probably about as high as you're going to get for arguably the best golfer in the world. Right. I know... Scotty Scheffler basically is the best golfer in the world, but someone could make an argument for Rom, skills wise, stats wise. It's Scheffler, but yeah, Scotty Scheffler hasn't finished worse than twelfth like yeah. this year. They said that I've seen so many things on Twitter that are like the the Scotty's statistics this season only rival Tiger Woods, right? And it's like unbelievable. Because they show the stats side by side. And I forget what year it was or what stretch. I think they did like a nine-month stretch or something. And it was like Tiger had like four wins. And Scotty Scheffler had one win. And it's yeah. like, he's done all of this. He's He hasn't finished worse than 12th all season. right? His, his worst finish for the entire season is 12th. He's been top five. I think what in what seven straight is that what you said or top ten seven straight? Oh, I don't know how many it's been. I think it's seven straight events of top five. The only other person to do that was Tiger Woods. I think from two thousand four to two thousand five, he did eleven straight top fives. And it's like all of these stats, right? His strokes gain statistics are off the fucking charts. The only other person to ever do that. Tiger Woods, the only other person ever close to any of these statistics that Scotty Scheffler has pulled off this season is Tiger Woods. But Scotty only has one win. Yep. Because he can't fucking putt. <laughs> yeah, he's putting himself out of it. And also, like, winning on the PGA Tour is actually pretty fucking hard, which even makes it more impressive that Tiger did what he did. How does he have two wins? Did he win a fall event? Oh, Scheffler says he's got two wins this year. What the fuck events did he win? 
I don't know. Oh, he won Phoenix in the players. Yeah, so he's won. Oh, Charleston. okay. Okay, so yeah. So he has won twice. Yeah, this is, yeah, it's stupid. Do you know how much money he's won this year? Uh, yeah, more than like anybody ever. Isn't it like already like 20 million or something? 19, 19 yeah. million dollars yeah. in earnings this year. He's won tw- uh, like 19 million dollars and there's seven or eight weeks left in the season. Well, I mean, he's got to play the open and then the three playoff events. Yeah. At least. And then I think there's like two or three goofy events. Like the 3M is in there. Um, yeah, isn't the, Bar- might... the Barbasol is in there too? That was today. <laughs> oh, okay. He's not playing the Barracuda. That's an opposite. Oh, that's field. the other one. Yeah, that's a Barracuda. Yeah, um, that's an opposite field. That's opposite of the open. Yeah, I feel like there's another one tucked in there. Yeah. Well, the Wyndham's always the last one. Before the playoffs. Right. Right. So it's the three M and the Wyndham. So it's the open, the three M, the Wyndham, and then the three playoffs. Yeah, he's events. not gonna play those two. So there's six, there's six events left in the season, and he's already won almost twenty million dollars. <laughs> this is an interesting odds board, I will say. It's very like flavor of the month. Cause you got yeah. Rico is twelve to one. Yeah, same which, odds as Rom. That's that's comical. Yeah. Um, Hovland twenty, Fleetwood twenty two, Hatton twenty five. Oh, then Fleetwood you start... came down. Fleet. Well, you were looking at Caesars earlier. Fleetwood was fifteen to one. Yeah, that was stupid. That one. That yeah. screenshot I sent you. So yeah, these are these are actually best odds available. Um, I'm on odds checker. Whatever. But then when you see where it gets interesting, though, you have like Cantlay 30, Morikawa 35, Speed 35, Fitzpatrick 40, Rose 45, Homa 50, Finau 50, Justin Thomas 55. Oh, my God. Um, Kim 40. Sam Burns 70. Like, I don't know. There's some. It's a it's a it's a it, this is a really weird odds board. Bobby Mack is 60 to one, <laughs> which it shouldn't that be. He should be like a hundred. That definitely came down after yeah, today. he should be like a hundred. Yeah. If not more. Taylor Gooch, 70 to one. Hasn't he been cleaning up on live? Didn't he win like three straight live events? Uh, not three straight, but he has won three. Yeah. Sung JM 90. Jesus. Is he, is he hurt? Like, I don't why? know. Ryan Fox. Is a fun one. I think I'm going to take him top 20. So he's 90 to one outright. So I wonder what his top 20 odds are. Let me see if I can find it really quick. 300 to one. So three to one, Ryan Fox finishes in the top 20. Um, so anyone out there, like if you don't follow golf, you have no idea who Ryan Fox is. If you do follow golf, you may still not know who Ryan Fox is. But he, in particular, uh, for some some way or another, uh, is able to play very well in elevated field events. Um, so in the majors and elevated events this season, he finished T14 at the Arnold Palmer, 
T27 at the Players, T26 at the Masters. Uh, he was a WD from the RBC Heritage, but then he finished T23 at the PGA. Um, was the Charles Schwab elevated? No. Okay. Then he was T30 at the Memorial. The Memorial was elevated. Uh, T43 at the U.S. Open. And then T12 at the Genesis Scottish Open this weekend. So his worst finish was T43 at the U.S. Open, which is, you know, arguably the toughest they play, like the toughest course they play all season. But all of these events, again, T14, T27, T26 at Augusta, T23 at the PGA, T30 at the Memorial, T12 at the Scottish Open. So Ryan Fox has been like a sneaky, like very good in these big events, and he'll kick around like the top 20, top 30. So you give me three to one on Ryan Fox to finish top 20. I might wait on that number. Um, so I'm looking at DraftKings right now. DraftKings has typically they're the first ones to come out with odds. Um, but when it comes to the finishing positions, FanDuel typically has better numbers. Um, so I think I'm going to wait before I hit Ryan Fox top 20. I may regret that because other people might hit him and then push the number down, but I'm going to wait to see what FanDuel comes out with. They usually come out on like Tuesday, I think with their finishing position bets. So but I'll share that with you all, right? All the, all our listeners and watchers, uh, Ryan Fox, top 20. I think that's a solid bet for this weekend for the open, open championship. But yeah, I mean, Scotty is uh, minus 125 to finish top 10. <laughs> Scotty Scheffler is? Yeah. That's it? Yeah. It's kind of crazy. That doesn't seem that bad. I mean, all things considered, it doesn't really. I mean, I might take it just because, you know, take it to win 10 that bucks, seem- right? You put, you bet $12.50 to win 10 bucks. Like, just it doesn't seem bad at all. Yeah. I mean, he hasn't finished worse than 12th all season. And he's finished in the top five, seven straight events. He's pretty good. Yeah, he's good at golf. <laughs> pretty good at golf. So, yeah, I mean, I actually don't know much about Hoy Lake, to be totally honest. Like, I don't, I don't really... There's not much to know because it's just like a standard links course. Yeah, it's a links, dude. It's a links course. It's an open course. Like, um, in 2006, Tiger won there. He hit one driver all week because the place was like burnt out. And then Roars won in 2014, but he was just far and away the best player on the fucking planet at that time. Right. So I don't know. I mean, it's hard because we don't see these core. I mean, they're fucking in Europe. So it's like, it's hard to get 
what these courses really are. Yeah. Um, like I know US Open courses, we're familiar with those because they're here. Right. I don't know shit about Hoy Lake, Royal Liverpool. Like, yeah. You know, it I, I don't know what the wind is. So it's like that that that's what that's what it comes down to with these fucking places. It's like, what's the wind doing? Yeah. And that was the issue today, right? The wind was going to be so bad in the afternoon. They pushed it to uh, threesomes off split tees starting real early. Yeah. Right. So it started at like 1.45 a.m. our time, which again, another gripe I have. I couldn't fucking watch golf. I had to jump through 16 hoops just to fucking watch golf this morning. But shout out to the guy on Twitter that replied to my tweet bitching about it being like, Oh, I had to get it from the CBS Sports app. Yeah, so CBS I had Sports to get app. it CBS Sports app and then screen share it to my TV. It sucks. Yeah. It's fucking pretty fucking golf, sick. Watching golf such a fucking pain in the ass. Yeah. So I mean, I haven't um I haven't really looked at much. I'd be I'm curious to see the statistics of the past winners of the British Open and who played the week before, right? Because the Scottish Open is has typically been the week before, right? For at least the yeah. last four years. Uh, it's been longer than that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of guys generally play that Scottish Open and now it's like a co-sanctioned event. Right. Like in 2013, Phil won both, I think. I think it was I think it was 2013. I think he went back to back. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I mean they've been kind of been going over there. I don't know what what the number is. Like how many guys. But I know Morikawa the year he won, he played over in Scott at the Scottish because he was saying that he couldn't figure out how to hit off the turf. <laughs> and then he won the next week. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, you know who who's good with stuff like that is um, Ron Kloss, who works for BetSports Golf. He's uh, at PGA Splits One Hundred One on Twitter. He puts out awesome stuff. Um, I also subscribe to BetSports Golf, like I so I can access their like you know database and all that shit that they have. Um, and I wonder if he's going to put out something like that. Because he's, like I said, he's good when it comes to trends and things like that to be like, you know, of the last 12 years, right? Or the, of the last 12 winners of the Open Championship, he might be like nine of them played the week prior or something like that. Like, he'll come out with some of these like weird stats that I see and things like that. Him and I, for, I forget honestly who the other people are, but I see them all on Twitter. They pop up on my feed where it's like, you know, they'll give a a myriad of statistics, right? So they will be like, you know, of the last 12 winners, nine of them played the week prior at the Scottish. Um, seven of them gained X strokes off the tee. Um, you know, 10 of them had at least two strokes gained putting and like they'll list all that. And then they're like, according to those metrics, these five guys are the ones that fit those. And it's like, you know what I mean? Like they do that shit. Um, yeah. 
No, I know it like all the tra- yeah. I'm not a big trends guy. No, uh, I'm not really either. But if I'm on the fence of someone, right, like that might push me towards him. Right. Like if I'm won- oh Cam Smith. I'm like, who fucking won last year? Yeah, because Rory choked it away. Um, like if I'm on the fence on a guy like I don't know. Like Patrick Cantley, right? Like, and then he's one of those guys that like fits the five or six different parameters, you know, that someone puts out there. I might be like, okay, I'll take Cantley, right? But like, if I wasn't on a guy and I see that, I'm not just going to go blindly bet the guy because he's one of four or five people that fits a bunch of different parameters, right? A bunch of different trends. But I, I will use those as kind of like a, you know, the the rubber stamp on it if I'm already leaning in that direction, but I'm hesitant for whatever reason. I think I've already got. I think I got Hatton, Hovland, and Home already. Yeah, I so I got Scotty uh, at ten to one last week or the week before. I was just looking at the board and I saw. I just saw a 10 to one Scotty Scheffler and I was like, yeah, I'm taking that. Like how often do you ever get Scotty Scheffler at double digit odds? So often. yeah. So I took it out of principle. Um, so I think I do have Hatton. Um, I have Hatton Scheffler, maybe also Hovland. I don't know. I'd have to go through and look, but I have taken a lot of guys outright in the weeks leading up. Yeah. So. I mean, Dra- DraftKings usually drops a boost. So I'll wait on that. And then, I'll probably take some top 20s. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, I'm curious to see if Rom sticks around at 12 to 1. Because if you can get a boost on Rom, typically it's like a 300 boost. Or it's an 18% usually. Oh, yeah. It's either either a plus 300 or an 18%. Like if you can get John Rom at 15 to 1, that's what I'm thinking though, because I don't have a Scotty 10. So I actually might just take Rom now and then use the boost on Scotty Scheffler. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fair way to look at it. I think so, that would be I think that might be the move for me, because I don't have I mean that number on Rom has to move, right? Like there's no way it stays at 12. I'm just going to take it. But, I mean, we'll see. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, it's weird because, yeah, it's the highest I've seen him as an outright in, I don't know, all year. Yeah. I feel like the average person, like the average better, isn't going to look at Rom rom's odds and bet the odds you know what i mean like typically the average so better they'll probably say that doesn't oh, he's, bet the number oh, he's he's been playing he's been playing like shit lately right that's what right. they'll say yeah and that's what i mean like the average better betters don't bet the number on something right like you have to get a little bit more higher level to be like that number seems off i'm just gonna take it right like again scotty scheffler at double digit odds last week or two weeks ago whenever i saw that I was like Scheffler at 10 to one to win the open. Yeah. I'm taking it Um, just because of the number. Right. So 
something to watch, something to pay attention to. Yep, Marty took it. <laughs> uh, all right. I want to wrap this bitch up. We wrap this up. All right. Um, you, you ever do you ever buy the boneless short ribs at Market Basket? Um, boneless? No, I don't think I have. So it's they they have them fairly often, and uh, obviously. Short ribs generally come in like that. I don't know what three, four inch long on the bone. You got to cook them to death, whatever. Yep. So I think what they do is instead of like cutting the bones up, they keep it as like in a bigger piece, cut it off the bone. Um, so it ends up looking like a steak. And that's kind of how I cook it too. And I got, I actually, that's, that's what I made for dinner tonight. They are like super good, but it's like sneaky. You have to be like looking for them because they're not very expensive. I think it's like six, seven bucks a pound. And but and you but you gotta find them too. Yeah. They're definitely if you can find them, they're definitely worth it. Um love to keep an eye out. And they don't and it's not like it's not tough like you think when you hear short ribs. Cause you think short ribs and it's like, oh, gotta braise them or smoke them or got to cook them forever whatever when they're off the bone like that you can just cook them like regular steak and they're they are quite good hmm. i'll have to keep an eye out like i said i don't i don't i haven't been looking for them but i don't think i've i've seen them at my market basket i typically see the just the bone in short ribs yeah but i've bought keep- it i mean i've bought it over the years so like this is nothing new which just jogged my memory today because yeah I saw them, bought, got them, and they came out. They came out quite good. I like it. Um. All right. So, my final thought is: What do I want to go with? Um. Let's go with this one. So, actually, no. I'm going to do the other one. Fuck that. I don't want to talk politics. Um, so recently I saw this thing. I think it was Twitter and then the news app that I use, the Roka News that I've been, you know, I've shouted them out m- many times on the uh, on the show. That's where I go to for my news between them and Breaking Points. Um, they talked about this weird situation where a woman received a phone call and it was from an odd number. And when she picked up the phone, it was her daughter saying that she had been kidnapped and they needed money or whatever. And then allegedly like the phone gets taken away and it's the kidnappers and they're saying, you know, we want X amount of money or we're going to kill your daughter type of thing. So this woman like gets all up in a tizzy, like her daughter's kidnapped, whatever. I think she calls the cops. The cops come. It's this whole big giant ordeal. Come to find out it was kind of a ruse in a way. Um, I guess it was a ruse really. So what had happened was it was an AI generated phone call and it was a scam 
to try and get this woman to give these people her money. To which I reply <laughs> as like, if I got a phone call, right? If I'm just at work one day and my phone rings, first of all, it's just, if it's a random number, uh, it goes straight to voicemail because I have my phone set to automatically deny any phone number that's not in my contact list because I'm not dealing with fucking robocalls and bullshit like that. So my phone doesn't even ring when it's a number that's not in my contact list. It just kicks them straight to voicemail. But outside of that, if I ever got a phone a phone call and I either did pick up somehow or I had a voicemail and it was Amy saying that she got kidnapped and she needed we needed ransom. The first thing I would do is call her phone. I would call her. Right? Like that would be first. Isn't that not like the first the thing cops. that you do? Cops, maybe. Well, I mean, that's what this woman did, and it caused like this giant thing. I don't know. And it's like how do you not just call the person first? Yeah, it's a it's a weird hype. I, I, that's what I'm trying to think. Like, what the fuck would I do? But I don't know what I would do because I'd have to be like in the situation. It's also super fucking weird, right? That like they can use AI to generate a person's voice. So like people like you and I, right? There's literally, this is episode yeah. 476. So there's over 500 hours of our voices on the internet yeah so like someone very easily could use an ai program to generate my voice or your voice saying literally anything because again yeah. there's over 500 hours of it that exists like ai can jumble all that shit together and like put out whatever i mean you i'm sure you've seen or heard like the deep fakes with joe yep. rogan stuff they make they make sound clips of joe rogan saying things that he never said so like it's very easily done but it's so like that part of it's kind of wild. Um, but yeah, I feel like the first step is to call the person. For me, right? Because I'm probably a little bit more skeptical, <laughs> right? Yeah, I almost, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's an interesting, that's a pretty good scam. Yeah. That's a good scam. That one gets you thinking. Yeah. It's kind of wild. They're like, now, this is a thing. I will say generally what I do is what, anytime I get like weird calls like that, I just hang up and delete them. Yeah. So I guess if Michaela does get kidnapped one day, I don't know. She might be in trouble. <laughs> um. But yeah, because usually it's like I think it's fake, so I just don't answer. Yeah. And if it's a voicemail, I delete it. Like, yeah, we've come a long way from those uh, Nigerian prince emails <laughs> of two thousand four. Oh God, <laughs> remember those? Like, oh hi, I'm a I'm a prince from Nigeria. I want to give away all of my money. Please send me your information so I can give you my money. <laughs> Yeah, I remember what well, there was also ones going around the training world like 
Um, oh, I'm looking for personal training for my family. Um, but like I'm deaf, so I can't get on the phone with you. It's, it's like something crazy like that. <laughs> and I think what the gist is, is someone ends up getting robbed. Because like they set it up, it's like, oh, the car service will bring them. And yeah. I think it was it, it, it's 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 super. I forget what they are. Like I don't even have them anymore. But yeah, that like that we used to get those for like yeah. I was like looking for training for my whole family. Um, I'm deaf, so I can't get on the phone with you. Like, do you accept credit cards or something? It was something. It was something we. It was like super weird, like that. Yeah. And I think that was the thing. It was like. It's like, okay, well, the car service will be bringing them. So, like, go meet them at, I don't know. It was like, go meet them at the car. So, I think that's how you get robbed. Yeah. But I don't know how that one works. Because it's like, I'm not meeting you at fucking, like, Lowe's. Right. You're coming to my business. Yeah. And it's like, why would I meet you at the car? Just come in. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. I got those a couple times. And then I just told, like, I think the other one was like, yeah, I need $5,000 cash. You got to bring it yourself. <laughs> Never heard back. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, kind of wild, right? With all these, these crazy things. AI is certainly going to change a lot of things. So... Interesting to uh, to see how that all unfolds, but like you said, get you get you thinking. Yeah, I will say. I mean, gullible people are fucked. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like, I mean, they were already fucked, but now they're even more fucked. Yeah, they're even more fucked because now it's that they're they're more fuckable now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, <laughs> that's going to do it for us. Uh, so thank you for watching. If you're on YouTube, don't forget to hit the subscribe button up top. Um, you can subscribe to on whatever podcast or yeah, whatever audio platform you're using. If you're an audio only guy, uh, tell everybody, you know, about the show, keep spreading the word. Um, you can get us on Instagram at sarcasm speaks pod. Twitter is sarcasm underscore speaks. Facebook is Sarcasm Speaks, website sarcasmspeaks.com. You go to the merch store, buy some of our merch. And while you're at it, you can go to moonbrew.com uh, and use the promo code Jared16159 to get 10% off your order uh, every single time you check out for the Noon Brew product. So again, I was drinking it here um, earlier during the show. I want to give a shout out to all the people out there that have been buying it. I think we've had three or four different sales um, with the promo code over the last, like, you know, maybe three weeks. Uh, so shout out to you guys. It does work, right? It, it's great. Um, I will say that I went for like a two or three day stretch where I just forgot to take it before I went to bed and just kind of like didn't sleep awesome, right? So I typically pair it up with um, ashwagandha 
which is right here. You can see I take some of these. So I'll take uh, my, my noon brew tea and then I'll take some ashwagandha um, from wherever you can find it. We're not sponsored by any supplement company here, but yeah, uh, check that out. And again, thank you to those people that have been purchasing all of the stuff uh, from Moonbrew. Uh, you can also go to grillyourassoff.com and use the promo code SarcasmPod to get 10% off your order every single time you check out over there as well. I used Grill Your Ass Off today to, well, technically, yeah, I guess we'll say today. Uh, I rubbed the pork butt with the Infidel pork rub seasoning. Uh, so again, I use Grill Your Ass Off seasonings most of the time when I cook uh, and Sarcasm Pod will get you 10% off over there. Uh, last but not least, we have mybookie.com. Uh, if you go to mybookie.com and use the promo code SarcasmPod, they will double your first deposit up to $1,000 over there. So check that out. You want to bet on the Open Championship this weekend uh, and you live in a state where it's not legal, uh, you can still use mybookie.com because they're offshore. Uh, and then again, sarcasm pod doubles your first deposit up to a thousand bucks. So until next time, good night, everybody. <laughs>